This and every B3 podcast brought to you by Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Stop knocking on wood, one agent for all your insurance needs, and that is Travis Brett, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. The B3 podcast is a production of Impulse Radio. Any special topics you guys have talked about? Like... No, we're just gonna. I don't even know what we're gonna talk about, but I am gonna start the show. Oh, I, hang on. I, I guess I could get Mullen on the list that you sent me real quick. Yeah, oh, thanks. It'll be riveting. Yeah, it, I mean, this is production quality at its finest. Spring sports. Today's 1985 music matchups. Favorite baseball movies, and Deco has bones to Let me pick. Say it again. I'm sorry. Okay. We're ready. Yep. Let's go. I've been recording now for about a minute. Oh. Live from the Albert Cavanaugh wing at Redbones, it's the B3 podcast. <laughs> Table four, our regular spot. It is our regular spot. Deco's got a plate of sidewinders that look really good. My back's to the bar as usual. Todd on assignment, Deco. He's covering what covering sports again. Yeah, and, and legitimately. Um, we thought he was going to get rained out, and we'd have the... Yeah, that was kind of the thought, but uh, no dice. Princeton with a with a turf infield. Oh, so, I didn't realize they had that yeah. kind of money down there. I'm going to say it's gambling winnings from somewhere. <laughs> one, of my, one of my favorite uh, Princeton stories is, and I don't know this is true, but if so, if it's not, and you're listening to this down there, please correct me, but when... That tank at the VFW or the American Legion in Fort Branch was pointed one way, and then when they built Toyota, they turned it around to face the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but that's what I remember. I, it, it has to be. Yeah, but anyway, Todd's on assignment. Well, we do have a very special – I don't even think he's a guest anymore. He's a co-host. John Patrick Mullen filling the seat that uh, Todd wants and usually does. Happy to be here, guys. Thanks. Yeah. Wrapping up the school year, you guys are teachers. This is an exciting time for you. Yeah, day left um, at Bar Eve, and I think uh, Johnny day left Same at thing. North Davies. So a lot of kids taking finals. It's a busy time of year, as you know, where all the spring sports and yeah. the uh, their respective tournaments and and things like that at the end of every uh, spring. So it's a, a busy time for people like us because yeah. we're. We've got something going on each and every, every night. Yeah, Grad every parties day. all over Grad, the place. Graduation parties. Yeah. So, uh, so what's the what's the over under? Say fifteen on invitations you guys get as teachers. Over. And, yeah, it's over. And uh, last year I decided to go with the the ten dollar Chick Fil A gift cards. That's a good plan. And yeah. so just kind of across the board. Yep. And I stopped at CVS before I came here and yeah. got and got they had twenty five. On the on the rack, and so I got twenty five ten dollar gift cards nice. for probably twenty five invitations. Well, yeah, I, I just think everybody loves Chick fil A. Yeah, no, it's, not, that's it's good. maybe not quite as good as the food at Red Bones, but yeah, but Chick fil A is solid. Absolutely, the Sidewinders look really good. Now, now this isn't just if you don't know what it what. How would you describe a Sidewinder? It's a it's a, a swizzle cut potato. A cur a half curled. How potato do you say wedge. that, Cindy? Um, what's that cut? A swirl potato. Yeah, yeah, it's a sidewinder. Yeah, she's saying it's a sidewinder cut. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Okay. 
and then you put and now he then you go with cheese and bacon. Yeah, and uh, you put the sriracha sauce. Heart healthy. Yeah. And this sriracha sauce has basically I'm not going to say it's replant replaced my swimming pool of ranch, but I'm not going to say it hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but it isn't as big. Yeah. It doesn't need its own life. Cindy brings so. shot glasses of it out to me now. I mean, that's that's how much I like it. They they, they know. You're you're on the wagon, alcohol wise, but not sriracha wise. Sriracha wise, I am a. I, I am off. I'm like you're, Nick Cage and leaving Las Vegas. You're full bore. Yeah. Well, speaking of spring sports, um, the Barry Vikings are absolutely on fire this week. Um, started off, I guess, last week with with tennis, the the one doubles that that we're both very familiar with. Sydney Swartz and Truber and our very own Dylan DeCourcy moved on. When do they play again? That's a great question. We don't oh, know. Okay. Yeah. We think June 4th at this point, but as Jalen can tell you over there, sometimes you get into that individual tennis tournament, whether it's one singles or one doubles, and you might turn around and play two or three days later, and you may not play for two or three weeks. How's, so. it, like, how's it determined? Well, it, it, what you do is, is – as teams start getting eliminated, but if they're number one singles or number one doubles team, you know if they if they go ahead and win, then you stay alive in the singles or the doubles tournament, and uh, that's kind of where we. I, are. I didn't know that till last year. Matter of fact, I think it was him. Yeah. That I when I read it, that's when I learned that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, are a, are they currently considered? They are not, sectional they, champions. They are, yeah, officially okay. sectional champions. Number one doubles. Yep. Sectional champions. Congrats. Yep. Thank you. And then you, you called the softball sectional final 1A Bar Eve Lagodi last night. That was uh, I, I kind of expected well, a close game in that. Two, two nights in a row at at Cougar Valley, and I think Johnny could back me up on this. Where you know I asked kids at school the day before the North Davies Lagodi game, you know predominantly who do you think is going to win, and I, the answer was North Davies. I think you know the Bar Eve kids kind of expected I would I would say to play North Davies in that final. And not just the win, but the margin was surprising. And then last night, the exact same thing. I, I think a lot of people thought that um, Barry would win, but of the run rule variety. Yeah, that what was the final? That ten nothing. Wow. Yeah, some uh, I guess shocking results, at least by margin and victory. Yeah, uh, with those three teams, kind of. And going, some, going head to head, it's sometimes just unusual. It, sometimes it happens. I remember Johnny and I calling a, a sectional probably five years ago where the where the Vikings, I forget what it was, put put up thirty runs or something like that oh, on wow. Memorial Day, like a twenty spot in yeah. the morning and a, against a good North Davies team, a ten spot at night against a good Lagodi team, and sometimes you just get to the tournament and, and and things happen. And if I remember right, and I got Albert sitting across the way that that very next week in the regional. We went from 30 runs scored to one run scored and, and played in the championship still that night. Yeah, that's But, right. uh, you know. Hitting hey, is contagious. Baseball, baby. Hitting yeah. baseball. Contagious. Yeah. Barry, their pitching staff's pretty deep, right? Uh, got, got a lot of arms, yeah. 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 Cool. And, and, but a little bit different. Like, how many how many pitchers does a softball team need? Just a couple, right? I mean, they one. can go. One, really? Yeah. One. Yeah. yeah uh, you can uh, go a softball a pitcher can pitch every night. Yeah. If, if she – is chosen to. Um, there is no pitch count limit. Uh, the the underhanded approach Just of the softball does not, it doesn't impact the elbow or the arm. I mean, obviously girls are going to get tired at some point, but 
the best pitchers in the state will pitch virtually every single game. Yeah, I know just watching, I, I'd get into the, the college softball when it gets World Series time, and you flip on the channel on ESPN, and it's the same girl pitching for that college nearly – Nearly ever seen. And sometimes there's double headers, two seven inning, yep. and they'll pitch all 14. This well, crazy. I guess a friend of the show, Toby Madison, his wife, Jen, who was predominantly a volleyball player but played a little college softball at Northern Kentucky. But I think, Albert, you'd have to back me up on this. There was a game in high school, I think, where Jennifer threw 18 innings. Really? Or something stupid like that. Wow. Yeah. That's and crazy. Just one of those games that kept going and going and going. And I remember asking her after it was over, were you tired? And she's like, I think I could have went nine more or something. Yeah, was her <laughs> yeah, answer. Right. But. Mike, thankfully, she's uh, thinking about introducing her, her oldest daughter to tennis. <laughs> uh, right, Toby? <laughs> <laughs> how many – I just asked, this came up today, and I'll tell you why in a minute, but how many points does, do you remember? Because she's the all-time leading scorer at Barry, right? Yeah. Do you know how many points that is? 14-15. Uh, because it was like one more than Amber, right? Yep, and, and Amber, funny story about all that. <laughs> And Johnny may remember it a little bit. Amber, A, she never won sectional because, as Albert, you know, tells our, our seniors every year so eloquently, they got they got thrown into the Washington sectional. I think in her four-year career, they lost ten games and eight to Washington. They beat Washington really? three or four times. They, they would play him three times during the season typically. Wow. Um, but, no, she got a five-game suspension at the beginning of her sophomore season. So when kids see that and they go, what did she get suspended for? What did she get suspended for? I, you know, I make up all sorts of stuff. <laughs> and, you know, here goes the IHSAA again. She got suspended yeah. for playing in a non-sanctioned uh, AAU tournament. Really? Yeah, so that's worth five games in 1993. <laughs> Don't ask her dad about it unless you got plenty of court plenty, light available. Yeah, plenty of time. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, the reason was Liv got her, my daughter Liv, who's going to be a sophomore at Barry, she got her summer basketball schedule, and we were looking over it, and I said, now, how many points do you have now as a freshman at the varsity level? She said three. And I said, okay, <laughs> so you're, I know you're about 1,400 and some behind Jennifer, so we gotta we got to map this out, how you're going to make that ground up. Yeah. No, so the ongoing joke between Jen and Amber, of course, Jen's helped Amber coach. Well, Amber coached her, and then she's helped right away, um, you know, for years and years. Even when she was in Florida, she, the week she'd be home in the summer, she would be there all the time. But, you know, the, the joke is it's not – it's the scoring average. It's the per-game right, average. Right, you right, had right, to play right. this many more games than me to get that many points. So. Yeah, yeah, just that list. That yeah. means nothing. Yeah. yeah. From what I understand, and Mike, you probably know better than I do, but didn't Jen just kind of throw in that last basket? Yeah, it, was for, it was kind of from the corner. It may have been banked in, I think. We were – Banked in from the corner. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 there was something funky about it. And Jen could could back it up. It was in a region opening regional round game when and the Vikings were playing Dubois and down by a substantial, you know. Yeah. Now Albert says last seconds of the game, and it, yeah. Just kind of threw it up. Kind of threw it up and went in. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, on mic four now, we have a, a, another special co-host, Jalen Mullen. Um, how's your school year been? Anything exciting happen? Or? Uh, I think I can speak for uh, all the kids, at least at North Davies, that uh, they're glad it is uh, finally summer break. Uh, finished my last final today. So all right. I think I'm on boat with a lot of the kids up there that we are glad to be done. And uh, uh, for me, I can I, I like to wake up when it's something I like to do. And uh, when I lift weights at 9 a.m. and tennis starts at 8, 
I can wake up in the morning, so do that. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I, I like to sleep in. So, you know, as my wife used to remind me, um, it it's funny. Like if we would go to mass at, at seven thirty, I couldn't drag my ass out of bed. <laughs> For a 7.30 tea time, I'm up at 6.30 making breakfast. You know, I'm yeah. ready to go. So <laughs> cleaning, whole, cleaning your clubs. Yeah, it's a whole whole different whole different deal. <laughs> so what, what's on tap for, for you guys this summer, uh, basketball-wise? Oh, my. Uh, well, JP over here has us a full schedule I'm set. I'm not dad anymore. I'm JP. <laughs> JP has a full schedule set for us. So, You're like uh, Prince. Yeah. <laughs> you just got your I'm JP. The, the artist formerly JP. known as Coach Mullen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's got us a tennis schedule set uh, going at 8 a.m. open courts, and uh, then we have weights, and then we'll have summer basketball. Uh, so we got a full uh, full schedule ahead. Um, then on the side of that, uh, umping up at the little league. So oh wow, got a full summer. So ahead. you're you're glutton for punishment there. Huh? Oh yeah. I don't know though. You win a state title, are they going to really? How much are they going to gripe at you about balls I, and strikes? I, I, I don't know. He, I found he, out that people have short memories. Yeah, but so well, my prediction is Jalen. Jalen will be in a fight that makes it to the Barstool Twitter this summer. <laughs> Opening when some, day, right? Yeah, when some parent from Elnora attacks him. You've got to be I'm, a special I'm, kind of asshole <laughs> <laughs> to do that, though, really. Davis County is a big county. That's, uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, no, opening date, Frank Roberts, right? You had a, you had a questionable call? Yeah, I did. Uh, had a... I, I don't think it was questionable. I mean, no, but the guy who hired me, uh, I talked to him after the play, after that inning, and he agreed with my call. It was it was a foul ball, and it was in the air, and it's one of those things where the wind caught it, yeah. and even though it crossed the base, it never hit the ground. It was a fly ball, and it was on the inside of the bag, and then blew foul, yeah. and it landed on the foul territory behind the bag and they were upset about it and i'm like well it's just like if it's a home run if it stays fairly entire and then at the last second blows foul that's foul ball i mean it's just one of those things so i it's pretty easy up there Uh, everybody's pretty outgoing Uh, they just like to give me a hard time so I, may have told I don't want outgoing. I would want nobody to talk to me at all. <laughs> I may have told this story on the crazy parent episode, but one time I was probably maybe just a year older than you, if at all. I was behind the plate in a Little League game, and kid, the catcher was setting up about six inches off the plate. Yeah. I have no idea why, and it's not my job. I kept trying to get him to move in. He wouldn't do it. Pitcher's hitting the glove. I got this jackass in the dugout just <laughs> screaming at me. Finally, I call timeout, and I walk over to him. Coach, you're right. He is hitting the glove. Your catcher's not behind the plate, and I can't get him to move. Yeah, and that's a funny story. I literally had, like Jalen, for about four years, four summers, I I, uh, umpired every Tuesday and Thursday night up here at the Montgomery Little League when Nathan Lester was the head coach. And... uh, same deal. I, th- there was a team that had a catcher, and this catcher was like, I don't know if he was unmedicated before the game, but <laughs> dude was moving. He's left and right and up and down, and I'm like, so I'm, you know, I'm getting questions after every call. Was it up? Was it down? Was it left? Right. And finally, I, I, I knew who this guy was, and we, I wouldn't say we were friends, but we were friendly, yeah. and I knew he had a daughter who was about a year away from playing for my wife. Right. And finally, he, he really smarted off after a call. And we got through the inning, and I walked up to the dugout. I won't name his name, but I just put my hands on the fence, and I said, dude, I'm going to tell you something. 
you're going to need me way more than I'm going to need you for the next five years. <laughs> so you ought to consider, you better watch, you know, shutting the F up. Yeah. And that was that. that was and, it. And, 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 and I've not pulled that card hardly ever. But, but when you needed but it, he, he had, had it. He had rattled me and pissed me off to the point. I was making $25 to umpire you know, four hours a night, Jalen's over there going, you idiot. Yeah. Yes, I was. <laughs> Jalen's got an NIL deal yeah, with the Frank Roberts. Yeah, with the, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I'd had enough, and I'd, you know, let him know. So yeah. There you go. Um, hey, I want to bring up, I don't know if Bar Reeve is, but North Davis, uh, North Davis will offer, uh, and I just say officials class. We, we've talked about yeah, that here. we have. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, Sandra Walker, when she was with the IHSA, came on and talked about that. But I, I had heard Bar Reeve, uh, they're not going to – they, I, I think Jeff said they weren't able to do it this year, but yeah, but that's North Davies well. Yeah. And, and it was it, it's been talked about at BR as as maybe just an online oh, option. Good. Kids who who have a free period in the afternoon or a study hall or whatever you could do it then. So yeah, so I, you know I wish they you know it could well I guess adults would have the opportunity to do it in conventional ways, but we need officials. If you're interested in sports, get. Go out there and do it. Baseball um, and softball umpires are – I mean, baseball umpires especially. Yeah. And so Coach Fine, the football coach, is going to teach the class. And I think we've had 30-some kids signed up for oh, it. Oh, nice. Jay's one of them. He's going to, I think, try and take government econ in the summer so he can take the officials course. Well, and we've talked about it on the podcast. We've got, you know, how many, how many athletes every year step out of high school. And you don't need a large percentage of them to become officials. But, man, we got to well, capture – I think capture some. Jay can probably attest to this. You know, you could somebody your age, a junior, going to be a senior in high school. You can go to a little league baseball game or an elementary softball game or a or a fifth and sixth grade basketball game and make more money at one yeah. time than you can, you know, working at a McDonald's Absolutely. or a or a. Stop and see, or a dairy master, or a sure. fish and carry, or whatever it's called. Noting now, and and, and 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 do something that you enjoy and that you like, yeah. and that's I, you know, I guarantee some of these kids of you know going to a fast food restaurant, they won't enjoy one second of yeah. it. Yeah. But you know, being involved in a game, yeah, they probably will. And I tell you, I think a lot of the fear is, you know, you talk about social media, and 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 people are insane, crazy. I mean, there's yeah. no no doubt about it. If I could give one advice to young officials is learn your mechanics for one thing. And mm -hmm. and there's a there's a kid that, that graduated Barry a few years ago. He's doing some refereeing and and you know if if you call a foul in basketball, call it. Use your arms. Do use your mechanics. Work on that stuff. But but look like an official. Don't just go out there mm -hmm. to grab a paycheck, but really take it seriously and you can make a ton of money and 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 do a good job. Yeah, it's really so. nice, you know, uh, being up there. Uh, not only do you get to make money. I mean, I'm making forty dollars a game, which is really nice. Mike, oh, wow. you made twenty five, but Howard's uh, like, "Can I call bases <laughs> tomorrow night?" <laughs> yeah, forty uh, is uh, really nice, um, especially with the way everything is now. But you get a re you get to interact with kids, um, and being on the basketball team, it's so cool. Makers uh, of diet, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, seeing all the Coke, kids Thank you. Um, and knowing your name and asking who you are and just just getting to interact with them, uh, teach them things. Um, it's it's really it's really nice. Uh, yeah. It brings a smile to your face. Getting to know all these kids, getting to see uh, what what type of potential there may be. Um, it, it's just really 
really uh, nice to Did this to do just that turn into him. a very special episode? Yeah. Of <laughs> On a very special Silver Spoons. <laughs> <laughs> when, when Arnold and what was his name? Yeah. Went uh, over to the guy from WKRP's <laughs> yeah, house and yeah. he showed him porn. Oh, my God. <laughs> Gordon Jump. Uh, <laughs> Gordon <laughs> what was that kid's name? He was into I it. I got. I got. I may have to call my wife on the air. He was into it. He was taking the beer. And yeah. He was all. He was having a. Was it West? Not Jay, Wesley. Jay and Jay Kinsey, they, they, no they have idea. no clue about after what, school what, specials. What talking about. Uh, you know who invented the after school special? Travis Brett. He did. Netflix after school specials was his idea. He ran with it. Travis Brett, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance, one agent for all your insurance needs. They're located at 304 JFK Avenue. Give them a call, 295-3129. Auto, home, life, business, annuities, and farm. They've got it all. They're backed by experience, expertise, and passion. They sponsor this podcast. And he's my agent. He's Deco's agent. All kinds of things, activities in this area. He's a tremendous part of the community. He was, I think he's the third leading scorer for the Pacers of all time. Uh, regular season. Yeah, reg- yeah, that's right. Regular season. So, um, the guy's done it all. Travis Brett, stop knocking on wood. Yeah, there you go. Uh, back to spring sports. We talked about softball. We talked about um, Abby Ballinger. New personal record yep. uh, yesterday, 11 foot three. The video, if you go on oh, Facebook, it's crazy. <laughs> is it awesome? Oh, it's, it's, it, it's an, uh, you know, and to put some of that craziness in perspective, I was down at the Princeton sectional last Thursday. There was this kid from Princeton who I would consider to be just a freak athlete. And there were, everybody was gathered around. Yeah. I mean, it was probably 100 people in a circle, and he was getting ready for his last attempt. And his last attempt was 13 feet. And he missed it. Yeah. And it really dawned on me at that point, this kid was going from, I think, 12-6 to, to 13, you yeah. know. And Abby has already right. you know, thought she had cleared that. You know, she's tried 12-8. And, you know, it's like we, we can save the girls, boys, sports, you know. compare. I mean, for Abby to be on that level is just, it's, it's, that's insane. That's insane. I told her, I said, you get you get up to, you hit 11-3. I said, do a total baller move. Like, walk out there, and I said, whatever. I think the world record's like 21-6. I said, jack it up. I said, just <laughs> tell them you're going up to t- about 22. Yeah. We're going to take it home. I said, I don't care if you fly underneath yeah. it. I said, it would be cool when you tell them to raise yeah. it all the way up. Oh, yeah. but, um, and uh, what, Ellie. Yeah, Ellie, yeah, Ellie Nepp. Ellie Nepp had the, the 300 hurdles. Yeah. So they're going to state. Barry Golf uh, wins, goes back-to-back. Blue Chip Conference champs, finally, after one of the weirdest golf tournaments. Uh, of one, one of? <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to go with the, the weirdest ever. That was a strange deal. So they the, the first, there was two groups of four teams. First group gets finished in the storms. The second group's through 12, 13. I think they were through 12 through 16 holes with their groups. Get called off the course storms. They decide to come back the following Friday to finish, which conference-wise is a thing. Golf-wise, that's not a thing because you're playing different pins and a different golf course and a different everything. A whole different thing. And what probably should have happened, unfortunately, did happen. Um, you call it after nine holes because they weren't able to play that day either because of wet grounds and and, 
because they played it down that day and they would have had to roll it because of wet ground. So Logan Craney of WC has the round of his life and he's the individual champion. But uh, but Bar Reeve wins back to back champion uh, championships in the blue chip. First time, yep. obviously ever that, that that's happened. Well, yeah, and uh, you know, sectional next week looks. Uh, I think it's interesting. I, I, I really do. I think there's a couple of teams, including us, in that top tier. And well, I, then I think there's some teams under the under us that can there was, really cause problems. There was a time this year when, when I had pretty much conceded that sectional to Gibson Southern. And I had pretty much conceded that individual title to Peyton Blackard at, at, at Gibson Southern. Who was it? Who is it that says, not so fast, my friend? Because uh, yeah, Chris Berman. There you go. I'm not sure now. I think Bar Reeve, um, we're in the mix. Yeah, in the we, mix. We we had a kid that normally doesn't know Anderson had a tough day last week. Just had a had a tough day, and and we're only behind. We only lost to Gibson Southern by 13 strokes in the in the Washington invite, and that's with him about 17 over his average. Yeah, where he should be. Jaden Graber was up a little bit. Blacker got Sam by three. And Sam didn't make a putt, didn't have a good ball striking day. I don't know. I, yeah. I think that that hey, Barry well, I, and I th- and I think you know going back to, you know, you see see Jalen and you know some Barrevians in here tonight. It's just you, you go into a sectional a lot of times and you just you don't, do we have a chance? Orleans had no. I'm telling you, they had no chance to be able to go to in that damn sectional. I don't care what anybody said. No, we all said they didn't have a chance, and yeah. they didn't have a chance. And I said they didn't have a chance to be Barrevian. They didn't, but that's beside the point. But you know, and and I think. You know, for you guys and 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 that's that that crew. I think that's all. That's all you can ask for. That's right. That's all yeah. you can ask for. They uh, they they've got a chance. Washington playing playing a little better. They they shot a better score. Vincent Lincoln's getting better. I mean, the 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 level of golf is is coming up in this area by by far. And uh, and and without well, and, and it should. And, and that's you know going pointing back at Jalen. I mean, I know he's played more rounds than he ever has in his life at. at We've got one of the best courses in the entire state in a great location. Yeah. And I, you know, kids should play the crap out of it. Yeah. And and I tell you, I, I, we had our senior night. Bar-Eve, um had their senior night uh, two nights ago. And, and I had a real good night. Sam shot a 37 and, and, and had a real good night. And I afterwards had a dinner and and i got up as the booster club president and spoke and ended up being a blubbering yeah i I was a complete mess sam called you a baby well listen he could call me a baby all he wants it was bad until i looked down and all six of our players were sitting there bawling which made me even worse but but the thing is about (laughs) golf around here we you know we've had some players here and there and Matt and Joe are good coaches, and they put in some time. But those four seniors have busted their ass, and yep. and they took a program that was, you know, spotty at best. Yeah. And we've got a program now. We've got a junior high program now, and yep. and so you know those, those four seniors are are to be commended that, that they, yes. they they brought golf to to a different level, and and we'll see. And got a real cool deal going up to Muncie tomorrow um, for a practice round playing at Delaware Club. Yorktown Invitational, they got invited to, and it, it's because of that. They got invited because they they recognize those four seniors have done what they've done, and and so they're all taking a caddy. 
Uh, Caden Graver's going to play Bryson's caddy in for him, which will be fun. <laughs> Former basketball player Devin Graver's going to uh, caddy for his cousin Levi. Yeah. Trailer. I, well, I, I knew Cameron Madison was in to caddy for Sam until, yeah. you know, Cameron's uh, family from Florida coming in. And basically he was threatened with disowning. But, you know, when, when that when – that, concept came out it was funny listening to the guys oh like, i bet like yeah. there there were so many of those dudes who were who were ready to just you know make a well and finally it was your sam who was like you know we can't just screw around them yeah no this is a real yeah we want to go up there and try to try to and there's some good competition i mean there's three ranked teams up there and it's good uh mark anderson matt's uh brother the coach is gonna caddy for his nephew noah who am i missing uh joe robinson's caddying for Jaden, and then Sam's sister Olivia is is caddying for him, and and so the other night, I mean, she's got she's got the white masters bibs, she's ready to go, and so Sam's interviewing her the other night, and he said, so we get to the first tee. When I look at you, we get up there, I'm ready to hit. What are you going to tell me? And she said, how much farther do we have to walk? <laughs> okay, that's a question me and Mullen asked. Yeah. And he said, okay, so Liv, I hit a bad shot. I need some encouragement. I'm going to look at you. What are you going to say? She's going to say, what in the hell was that? <laughs> so I don't know how this is going to go. What we really need is a special podcast. So basically she's, she's going, to, going to act like Lancaster did to his kids when they <laughs> yeah. played golf. Exactly. <laughs> the whole, the whole hey, I've got a question. I'm sorry. I want yes. to revisit this blue chip thing. Jump in, brother. So Barry won the blue chip conference. Yes, in golf. It went. It ended up going nine holes, and and we we won. We would have won nine or eighteen, but okay. But they decided after trying to play it six days later, which they didn't end up even getting. No, back so they just went back to the nine, nine hole score. score. But they could have done that that day. They could. Prob- they probably should have. Should have. Yeah. Okay. I only bring that up because in 1989, you know I'm good for something. Yes, yes. here he comes. <laughs> in 1989, um, at Fox Ridge over in okay, sure. So over in Vincennes at Fox Ridge. Washington Catholic, until Bar Eve was just crowned the the nine hole champions. Yeah, there had been one other time when storms interrupted an eighteen hole, and it was in nineteen eighty nine. Washington Catholics Chris Dayton Chris would Dayton. go on to win the state win championship. State title, right? He and his teammates, and they were very good there for about a four year cycle. But Chris was a state champion that year. But that year, nineteen eighty nine, they only played nine holes. Okay. And as the blue chip record keeper and, for a long time. Well, and, and answer me this, Johnny, and not to get off your point, yeah. but is it true that Chris Dayton never won the conference, sectional, regional? He only won the state championship. Is that true? No. Um, well, I guess it, it is true, though, that he did not win the sectional or regional his senior year. The year he won a state but championship. He won the state championship. That's really? true. That's amazing. Because Washington High School was outstanding also. And yeah. Chad Crane, I believe, okay. would have been the champion yeah, that's in the first two rounds. And then Chris went on and just just had an unbelievable stake. Wow. That's awesome. But yeah. 1989 was the only year until this year that they had played nine holes. Really? Every other year they've been able to get 18 yeah. holes in. So. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was, it was a strange deal. And, 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 you know, I think they wanted to try to play 18. And, and listen, Logan Craney – he, he was one under. He was having a good score. That's the best round he shot all year by far. And I think they wanted to give the field an opportunity. And it, it was really just Logan, or uh, uh, Connor Schwartz and Trouber from Ligoti that, that 
that had an opportunity at yeah. that point to still win it. But, uh, you know, hey, he shot the score he needed to shoot, and that's, yeah. the, way, that's the way it goes. Yeah. Um, Barrevo ends up winning by one. I mean, Ligoti had a great front nine. Tippery and Connor both it, shot even All bar. coaching. Yeah, right, right. Okay, so yeah. it was a one. It was one just one by one. Yeah, because Sam, Sam hit a ball on five that was good shot. I mean, hit a good drive. You cannot go on the left side of the number five fairway, and it hit actually in the fairway, You but you hit it down the left side. Albert knows this. It, it goes left, and it, it went down, and, and the people that were up there watched it just trickle into the water. And so and he ends up making double there, and that was his only blemish on the day, but that was enough. To, yeah. you know. Mullen, can we say that? Brian Whitney's building a monster. Be wit. Be wit at uh, the uh, Lagoda yeah, one, one day at a time. <laughs> nope. I saw it was crazy hat night last night okay. on, <laughs> on, on coaches. Nope. Coach Whitney's done a good job. Good luck to the Lions down at Jasper. And that, yeah. That's one thing that sucks. Is, uh, is, I, I, it's, I, I'm not sure why they go down there. And then Connor, like last year, Connor gets out of the section and he has to go to covered yeah. bridge yeah. for his oh region. Right. So you got Bar even Lagoda who he, don't even play in And he lives in the, seven miles from the re, right. you know, this I, region. Yeah, we – we talked to Smitty. We didn't get to talk to Smitty, but we got Smitty to text in to Coach Wagner a couple yeah. of weeks ago. But I, I remember when Smitty was the coach, and he had Mark Potts and, and all the talent, and that's why he was coaching probably. Uh, but, yeah. but I remember that Smitty was just thrilled one year out of those four to get out of that. Jasper. Yeah, to get out. He, yeah. he was third place one, yeah, third one place. time, and, that, and he, it was it was a real accomplishment. Yeah. Um, let's go to our our favorite topic, um, the Casey Kasem. Top 40 Facebook site. Um, Ryan Wirtz texted me this week and said, hey, I want to get in on this. So he, he's now he's now a voting member of the Casey well, Casey. And, and I will say, the, the, the funny thing about the whole the, the Wirtz crew is when they – by the way, we need to have a discussion. Burkhardt, are you listening? When when Blake's mother, Ruth Ann, was the volleyball coach okay. at Bar Eve and then left to take the job at Washington – and Albert sitting across the way was basically tasked with finding the next volleyball coach. And that season had been very impressed when we when the Vikings had played South Knox and a and a very pregnant, very active Gloria Wirtz was the you know was the South Knox coach. And of course, so so yeah, yeah, Tony Nate basically yeah yeah right well. I think the Nante trade, I think the players to be named later we got in that was it pretty good, out. too. It worked Thank, out real well. Yes, right now one may win the pole vault state championship. Uh -huh. <laughs> but, uh, no, so so I joked with Burkhart one time. I said, you know, basically, if you want to get right down to it, we traded you, you know, for, for, for Jennifer and, 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 and Ryan Works. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know – Advantage Vikings. No. It's how this podcast got started when I <laughs> texting about when I started researching, when I found out Blake played every sectional against yeah. Adam Shank, and I started looking up the archives of what he shot versus what Adam Shank <laughs> No, but you know, back to the words. Uh, gigantic music fans. Gigantic music fans. So, All right. Here's today's – listen, 1985 is the greatest year. I, I, I continue – to be amazed every day at these matchups and go on YouTube and just click in 1985 year in countdown and the, the, there's a video that does a few second snippet of everything and it is just amazing. All right, here we go. The Commodores with Night Shift at number 40 versus Everything She Wants by Wham. 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 
Yeah, I had Wham in my top three last time, so yeah. I got to stay with Wham. Yeah. All right, I went Night Shift because that's one of the all-time great songs in my... Okay. You're the Inspiration by Chicago versus <laughs> Loverboy by Billy Ocean. Chicago. Ditto. God, we're we're going opposite. I went Loverboy. Right? Oh, I didn't say the first one, but this one. You're the Inspiration up right now. 214 votes to 141. In that last one. Those uh, junior high dances were amazing with Chicago and REO Speedwagon oh. right there in that wheelhouse. Uh-huh. I cannot tell you how many tongues I tasted to air supply. <laughs> in high. Hey, air supply, as John Mullen can tell you also, Barry Viking, good luck. Yeah. In yeah. the 2018 Volleyball State yep. Championship. How in the world? Tell this story. How you, in have, the do you world? Know this? You don't no. know this air supply story. In Go 2018. Ahead, 18, oh, yeah. We're in Muncie. Okay. Lady Vikings. And I, I had a child take my phone that morning. Jalen thinks we're speaking Chinese. No, it kind of, yes. And let's just say my wife and I have words in our room, and this is three hours before we're playing for a title. Not, not like Albert says, stunning, I know. Not like sexy so, words. Like, you know, so, so, so we're going away a little pissed off at each other because we've got all this stuff going on anyway. I eventually found my phone. Thank you, Griffin Thompson. But we're still not talking. And all of a sudden, I get down to the hotel lobby, and I hear my wife just scream. She takes off running. And one of the girls said, she said something about somebody's air supply. And I'm like, what? Somebody's joking. Long story short, air supply played at Worthen Arena on Friday night. And they were staying in a hotel. And they were going to Dayton, Ohio, I think, to play on a Saturday. They were air, like air. It was air supply. (laughs) Yes, sir. It was. So if you dig back into my uh, Facebook pictures, you will find the Bari volleyball team pictured with air air supply. supply. Yeah, I'm going to find it. That that needs to go on the socials tonight. That's awesome. Yep. So. All right. You never know what. The whole premise of this podcast is if you walked up on guys at a sports bar, you never know what you're going to hear. That's it. You never know what you're going to hear. Okay, that night By shift. the way, Travis Brett opened for air supply that night up there at Worthen Arena. He did. I think it was Travis Brett. Wasn't yeah, it? his acoustic set was outstanding. Really? Yeah. Was uh, What's the guy's name um, from Sticks? Um, you talking about the drummer? No. He backs Travis Brett up, right? Oh. <laughs> Yes. Um, I, I know, I know who you're talking name. about. Yeah. I can't think of his name. Because the, they went on tour together for quite a while. Yeah. 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 Anyway. All right. Um, Night shifts up 180 to 164 in a real tight battle. Okay. Uh, you're the inspiration. 214, Loverboy, 141. In uh, Not So Close. And this is shocking to me, but instrumentals. Ugh. Yeah. Neutron Dance by the Pointer Sisters over the Miami Vice theme, 202 to 131. I think that's – Miami Vice has to be one or the other. I don't think it gets to be both. John Patrick Mullen, I'm going to ask you a trivia question. Can you tell me who composed the Miami Vice theme? I, I, it, I'll give you a hint. It has a silent I, J. I, I, Jan Hammer. No way would I have gotten that. Most famous use of the Miami Vice theme? The three-point shootout. 
And Larry Bird. And Larry Bird okay. hold up the number one. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So anyway, Neutron Dance. Okay. Yeah, I voted. For, I actually voted for. Was the Neutron Miami Dance as a part of the Beverly Hills Cop soundtrack? It wasn't, was it? I don't know. Okay, that's a good question. That's just random. Brian's eyeballs are moving, so that means he's thinking. I'm thinking. <laughs> I think it. Oh, I don't know. Hold that thought. We might have to hit the pause button. No, that's going to bug me. All right. Oh, this is a blowout, but I'm anxious to see what you think. Okay. Number ten. Ooh. Number 10, We Belong by Pat Benatar, who I say, and I've been yelled at about this, literally yelled at on a different podcast because I think Pat Benatar is overrated. We Belong <laughs> versus New Edition's Cool It Now. Mm. For me, Pat Benatar. Well, in, in the moment, 10 I'm, years my, old. My wife is going to not like this, but... I, I, I think new edition because of what the the, the trend that starts. I'm going to tell you right musically. now. I voted for Cool It Now because I yeah. know that Chip Jamerson, David King, and my brother watch <laughs> yeah. my vote, yeah. and I did it just to piss them off. Toby's going to be mad at me for that. But yeah, Toby's I'm not going to be pleased. I'm, I'm ten years old. I'm putting myself on the radio, and it's Benatar. All right. In that moment, yeah. today, yeah. the yeah, other. I think the Neutron Dance was part of. Uh, How's that happen? Hey, by the way, just along these same lines, let me look at my calendar because I mark this every year. Saturday, May 28th is Days to Confuse Day. May 28th, 1976 is the date that they flash up on at the beginning of Days to Confuse. Well, that's, that's an interesting thing because I ordered my wife a shirt on Amazon what, two nights ago, and the date on the shirt just says March 24th. 1984, 7.30 a.m. And you either get the the date or you Ah, don't. That's the Breakfast Club detention start date. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, you're right. Yep. I got a shirt. Well, matter of fact, I wore it to a podcast. That's what gave me the motivation. I had seen it before. Friday 120. Yep. Friday 120. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought, man, I... I saw that, and I remembered thinking that was cool. Amber would like that. Yep. So, uh, so yep. Saturday is is Days to Confuse Day, which was is is probably my all time favorite movie. Do you know who um, did the lighting on Days to Confused? Was it Travis Brett? He, and Travis Brett, in Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance, Auto Home Life Business Annuities and Farm. What agent for all your insurance needs? You had a couple of bones to pick, I think. Coming into tonight. Not necessarily bones, but, okay. I, but I just, you know, last Friday night when uh, when Bar-Eve and Ligoti, um are playing girls tennis against each other, okay. and I'm, you know, it, it was obviously a tight match and rivals and everything else, and, mm-hmm. and their coach, Mike Tippery, who I have known for, I don't know, a long time, um, walks up to me in the middle of this thing. And he said, and here's another rant for your podcast. Oh, so oh here we are. We are not, we are, the Vikings are not favored at all. And Ligoti is, they, the pressure is on. Right. right. They're, and, we're hanging in and there. And the Vikings in a, in are a, hanging way tougher than anybody on our side or theirs probably a, expected. In a match that I thought might last 45, 50 yeah, minutes. Yeah. yeah, you'd know the outcome. Wow, I quickly. just got off the phone from Tippery before I walked in here. So what's yeah. up? No. So, but anyhow, he said, and another rant for your podcast. How idiotic it is, and these are, I'm paraphrasing now for effect, but basically, why, why are we still playing one-class tennis? Why, are we, why, why do we have one-class one volleyball, or one-class or one cross-country? 
why do we have one class golf? And he said the answer that he was always given by any like director or whatever that he had talked to is because they eventually have an individual champion. And he said, how freaking stupid is that? So that's another, that's, that, now I'm back in on the IHSA. If you can't look at your tennis state finals, your cross country state finals, your golf state finals, which I know you have, and, and, and just see the, the, the date, oh, we're, we're all about science. Well, the science is right freaking there. It's right there. And guess what? You know, we don't get the chance. You know, Jalen doesn't get the chance. It, uh, you know, Barry, there's, how, how many times in cross country, Albert, if they just had class A cross country, how many more? They'd have to have an old, a whole new freaking wing of red bones. I'm sitting here looking at the one anomaly right here on the wall, though. Yep, the champ. Unbelievable. Yep. Unbelievable. Yeah, that is. Well, I've said that about golf, though. I mean, I just showed you a stat, um, and I'm – you know, take a minute here to look it up. What did I say? Westfield shot in golf? Yeah, uh, 280. 280. Uh, 280. Garen Catholic's been in that 285, 290 range all year. Those two teams are going to go battle it out. It's going to be an amazing battle. But Barreve Golf is, has had a tremendous run. We've talked about it. The historic. We're, we're happy. We're tickled if we shot 315. Like, we'd be beyond the moon. Now, could those kids practice and do that? But, you know, it, like you said, it, it's... I don't know. I don't, it, it, I, it's, it's, it's rarefied air to be in consideration for an individual state championship. It, it really is. And I mean, you, I, 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 I just, if that's a justification and I, you know, I hadn't, I hadn't heard that explanation. So, you know, I, that's... What kind of struck me is, is coach. You know, it's it's a tight match, and that was a the podcast and b that thought was on his brain, and I thought, man, that's I'd never heard. I mean, it you talk like about the IGA schedule. You know, everything is north. Everything is north. So so there, those kids are are exposed to more tournament golf, and and so I don't know. I Do mean, some of these teams play the home course on the state finals. Four teams play, Four teams. and which which I've. You know, I've I raised that to the IHSA commissioner. I've talked to the voice of the of Indiana High School golf that we talk to on a weekly basis, and and he said, and, and he's got a point. It's a public golf course; you can go play it. Now, if you play your home schedule there, I don't know. Uh, I, I've got my doubts. Well, I, and, I've got my and, my and, 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 and my gripes. Okay, so you're and you're telling me there's not four adequate courses in central indiana that we couldn't alternate the state finals yeah i mean does I, it have to be in the same well and 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 and, and uh, listen paul Knighting's a great guy i, I, I love that he came on the show and he, he could be on here anytime and i like that he answered our questions that that course availability i don't i'm sorry i uh, i don't know that i buy that you're telling me that a course wouldn't an independent course that doesn't host a team won't host the state title with all the marketing that you would get off that and the notoriety and the practice rounds yeah. and everything else. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to say they're wrong because I'm not on the inside of that, but but especially, you know, maybe two classes in a lot of these sports, like you said, in Why tennis. Not? And, yeah, Why and, not? And, 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 you know, but, I, think, I think the Ligoti boys would – you know, really have that argument. Jalen individually could have that. You know, there's just it's a good argument. It's a good argument. What else? Baseball sectional is 
basically a Memorial Day affair. And uh, Johnny, I think anybody would want the draw like the Cougars got in basketball this year. Mm -hmm. I think you want the Vikings draw. I mean, that's that certainly, you know, I think last year showed the draw is not everything, but you'd rather it be that way than – so baseball draws about pitching, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah, more than anything. Uh, and of course, I, do we know? Was there a winner tonight between Ravine and Shoals? Baseball I, I, sectional I, started tonight. I, yeah, I have no earthly idea. So from no clue. Let's say it wasn't played. Let's say rain, it got rained out. Yeah, because I I'm, let's where, say it, let's yeah. say it rains tomorrow. Where were they playing? At Lagodi. Okay, I'm, I'd say they played, but let's say it rained out tonight. Let's say it rains out tomorrow night. Then all of a sudden, graduation's Friday. Right. Um, so playing that game on Saturday morning, and then Memorial Day is the semifinals and the finals. So when yeah. you talk about pitching, if rain interferes with your pitching, you're screwed. So if you can get into a Memorial Day bye game and not right. have to play that early game, yeah. now some people would say you want that early game because you don't want to go 10 days without a baseball game. Yeah. In the Cougars' case, they will have – played one baseball game in 16 days come Memorial Day. Wow. And it's a game of timing at the sure, plate. Sure, sure. Mm -hmm. And because of rain, that's just the way. It, they played Eastern Green last Friday night. Prior to that, they played Bar-Eve on that Saturday. So if you count the games, it will be one game in 16 days. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but Bar-Eve got a great draw there. And, and to me, they're the favorite, um, mainly because their roster is old. The, the kids are seniors. Now, not that they don't have young talent, but they have a lot of seniors back, and uh, they did get the best draw. Are they the best team? I Well, I think a lot of times your best team comes down to who has the most capable arms, and that's where I would say, yeah, uh, advantage Vikings. It's not a gigantic, overwhelming advantage, but it's it's an advantage. Yeah. So they, yeah, sh and they should have every arm available. But it's – who swings the bat at the right time when, you know, it's there's, – there's Oh, Ligoti proved it last yep. year. Yep. North uh, Davis had the best draw last year. Yep. I mean, they had the perfect draw. Ligoti played 20 innings of unbelievable baseball. So. Yep, just gritty. Yeah, uh, and, and that's that's one thing I, I think the kids from Ligoti, it's – they're not going to roll over either. It's no. it's still theirs, and they're going to defend it. Well, did Barry Ligoti just play once? Yes. The, the Seth game? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like the Rhino yeah. game at this point. The Seth game, he pitches and homers and everything and, else. And I know it's cliche, and Todd Lancaster makes it cliche every time he writes an article about Bar even Ligoti. Sorry, Todd. <laughs> but, you know, whether it's tiddlywinks or whatever he, he talks about, but seriously, the Bar even Ligoti rivalry, it doesn't matter what yeah, sport it is. It, it is a rivalry, and, and those two teams play for blood. And you'll be on the air. So when are you on the air? We are uh, game two, so it'll be, oh, I don't know, 12.30, 1 o'clock. And then I have no earthly idea what time. What the Championships at 7.30. 7.30. 7 yeah. I believe 7.30. The Cougars play Lagodi at 10.30 in the opener. Oh, it's a 10.30 opener. It's a 10.30 okay. start. And then Barry will play next at okay. gotcha. approximately 12.30. All right. I thought maybe it was a beef that you were going to talk about the fact that everybody's memorial. It's a great day to play baseball, uh, but it is a holiday. God. Yeah, I've, you know I've I mean? always been shocked I thought by maybe that. that was a beef, yeah, and, and Dalrymple, if he was here, would say that is a beef because every, always everybody else is off. And, and this is going to sound horrific, but, but every year the Vikings have gotten beat and have not played in the afternoon or evening version of Memorial Day. I've gone to the lake at my mom and dad's, and I went swimming. 
And those have ended up being pretty decent days. Like, so, I love Memorial Day. I love the Fourth of July. Yeah. And, I, yeah. And, yeah. And, and, yeah. and it's it's better when you win a sectional. But um, yeah, I don't know. And when you I, host I, it, I, 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 I have super mixed feelings. I guess. Yeah, I'm, I've always been shocked that they they do that Memorial it's Day. Been, it's been yeah. like that forever. And I talked to Coach Dalrymple last night, and he said, you know, years we host baseball. He said that, he said I. I don't. I'm not dreading it. Don't don't mix my words. But he says, I worry about it because you you got weather. You've got all these responsibilities, and 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 if you got to reschedule, you're going to piss somebody. And and he and he just says years that that North Davies doesn't host. He is you know much more relaxed and yeah. and, and, and I can speak to that. I mean yeah. you know we hosted the softball sectional. Yeah. It rotates softball baseball. So we had softball. We we saw a week ahead of time basically. Hey Monday Tuesday next week weather wise looks great. We're gonna get this in. But Corey at Lagodi is dealing with the fact that there might it might rain the next three yeah, days. And, right. But it's Memorial cool. Day if you're hosting you're there at eight o'clock. And I left at midnight. Last year. Oh, God. That's Memorial Day. That's a holiday. Supposed to be with family, friends, boating. Yeah, what eating grilled you? meats. Sure. Yeah. Poker, whatever it might be. Right. 16 hours. Oh, my God. That sounds fun. And you made, like, tons of money. Oh, I think $50 <laughs> before taxes. Yeah. That's awesome. So what but he got, that? $2 he got free uh, turkey strip sandwiches <laughs> from the Pro- locker. Do you guys, like, detassel corn in the summer? Or what do you do? <laughs> I, did. I have Tico's got a detasseling corn story. I can feel it. Oh, I'm gonna have to have, we're gonna call into my mom next week. Is what we're gonna do. Yeah, my, my seventh grade summer. Uh, we we had the new golf course, Pride's Creek, and i i wanted to I wanted to play so bad, and my parents thought it was another phase, and they told me, you know, we'll buy you clubs, but you've got to buy your membership, and I didn't know how to make seventy five dollars. And then Pioneer Corn showed up in the Pike Central Middle School cafeteria. Yes. yes. Oh. Yep. And said, you, Mikey DeCourcy. You're our man. You can go to Illinois <laughs> for $3.75 an hour. And you can be a member oh. of Pride's Creek Golf Course. I was a detasseling corn veteran, brother. What's a, what's a veteran? Many years. Oh, yeah. I did it for three or four years. Wow. Yeah. No, I was. Uh... Now, did you ride buckets or did you walk? Both. Yeah. Both, because you had to graduate to the buckets. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I was a bucket guy by the end. Yeah. yeah. Jalen doesn't know this story, but he never applied for a corn detasseling uh, job. <laughs> but when Sarah asked... Can you imagine Sam Emerson? Sarah asked... Uh, <laughs> Jalen, you don't know this story, but Sarah asked for you about a corn detasseling job. <laughs> and, <laughs> Jalen's face right now is like, I don't even know what corn is. No, but let's just say you didn't make the cut. Like, you were turned down. Like, your name was like – I'm just saying that she, the person that That said, bowl of ranch you were detassel corn. You, you were not considered <laughs> for corn detassel. <laughs> like, you didn't even know you applied. But I'm just saying oh you, didn't have, you never had a chance, man. Oh, wow. Didn't get the job. Yeah, you the, didn't even is get that the interview. worst job you ever had? Yeah, it sucked. I it, never bailed hay. I always heard it, that. Well, was and way I, worse I, I did. I did that for a day here, a day yeah. there, at Buddy's Farm. I never did it for a summer. Yeah, That's no I fun. never bailed hay. I, I heard that was worse than the test. Yeah. Before. Now, if you did it all summer, I, I mean, I did. I did some roofing. I mean, Ugh. which city of Washington trash truck? After my freshman year of college, I yeah. worked for the city of Washington Street Department. Four days out of five, I got assigned to the the trash truck, and the day after the Fourth of July. 
my belly based on what I did all night long and the trash of the people and what they did all weekend long. The 5th of July. Oh, my God. It was one of the worst. And it must have been 100 degrees. And I must have been as hungover as I could have been. My God. But it was a great lesson in you're going back to college you're in the fall, to, John. Yes, yeah, You do not want to work on the back of a trash truck. Nothing college. against uh, sanitation engineers, but yeah. um, it wasn't for me beyond those eight weeks. No, those guys, yeah, I made a good living off those Fifth guys. Of July. But, God. Fifth oh, of July. Man. Oh. What else? Did you have anything else you wanted to bitch about? No, it was just, that, 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 that was really that. Just I mean, the, the UE thing, we got into a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I, I don't know. He's been around, right, the new UE coach. It, it just seems like uh, the one thing I think is overblown, I'll ask John if he – it's how, how much of a difference is hometown guy going to make? Well, that's the thing. After home, I, you know, like Mar- Marty was as hometown as you could get, and Marty got fired. How about we just – how about we keep Marty Simmons? God damn it. He was a great coach. He had good teams against a good conference. And and Lance Wilkerson and that other jackwad firing. Fuck Lance Wilkerson and the rest of them. You heard it here first. God. Uh, I saw his ass in a picture at the North High School Junior High, and I sent it back to the guy that sent it to me, and I screenshotted it and marked up F-U on it. Lance <laughs> Wilkerson, you washed up broadcasting. Go yeah. ahead. Well, I'm done. <laughs> I, I wish David Raglan all the luck in the world. Yeah, I me actually, too. Yeah, me too. No, God, he was in my He was well. in my English class at Harrison High School. Okay. I was actually – but, you know, not that I claim anything to do with his coach, but he's a good guy. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I've seen him the past two years out on the circuit, and I always talk to him. Well, but – is he going to change what U of E is and what they have become? And then they have to deal with the fact that the institution of the West is going Division One, and yeah. how that's going to impact recruiting. I don't know how you can have two Division One teams in a small town. I mean, it's not a, it's a small place. And one in has Evansville. academic requirements yeah. that isn't going to allow them to ever. And you've got, you know, Marty was the lowest paid coach well, in the Missouri and, Valley Conference. And I, I just, when the jobs opened, and well, Evansville wasn't open, but you knew it was going to be. But I compared Ball State and, and UE, and I thought, these are really comparable jobs. They're. And people said Tom Crean. Was oh, co- but, you know, get, they, they both play on. in unbelievable arenas for, for a mid, mid-major conference. And Ball State goes and gets the hot assistant from UCLA who's just been to the Final Four, who, oh, yeah, just so happens to be from Indiana. UE waits all this time for all of these reasons, athletic directors and otherwise, and they get the guy who was the fourth assistant at Butler, her the third yeah. assistant, and, and like you said, good luck. I, I, I wish you nothing yeah. but success. Uh, but, right, but boy, you talk about and, and you know what? Maybe he's a whole lot of stake, but boy, there's zero sizzle. Yeah, yeah. Zero, well, and, and, and you need sizzle. I, and, and, like I said, I, well, I, I'll be. They brought sizzle in, and yeah. well, sizzle went to jail. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, I talked to John about it on Sunday at this just unbelievable tenth birthday party that we were <laughs> together. No. But the name that was linked to UE all last week was the guy who has won four national championships in Division II at, at Northwest, Northwest Missouri, Missouri State. State. So I started reading about this guy, and basically 
you know, they're calling him this just offensive innovator, and they run so much stuff that's just so unconventional. And they're, yeah. And I thought, man, that that would be fun to watch because if you come in there and we're going to run motion, we're going to play man to man. Well, somebody in the valley is going to get people who run motion and play man to man better than you do. Yeah. I just thought it was going to be a unique thing, and uh, I, that's what I was hoping be, for. I mean, again. Best of luck to David. Good guy. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the candidate pool, once they yeah. really, you know, you hear names, yeah. but once they got down to, to the nitty-gritty of who, who was involved and who actually wanted that job, I mean, and they don't think they pay a ton of money. I mean, no, I don't I know mean, what Mike I, Lewis got at Ball State, but I bet it's twice as much as I what UOB pays. I remember seeing the numbers when Marty was there and, and, and um, what was the guy's name at, at Wichita State? I, we always called oh, him Dapper uh, Dan. <laughs> and I'll tell you why I called him I, Dapper Dan. We used to say our when we lived in Evansville before we moved to Batesville, our our season tickets were two rows behind the visitors bench during the Colt Ryan years, and we would me me and guys would sit down and we would just heckle these guys. Merce, well you know whatever uh, Greg was it Greg's what was that Wichita guy state. Uh, anyway, I meant, he slanting was it Indiana State Greg he slicked his he hair got, back because he got fired hard and and so. At that time, Greg Marshall. Greg Marshall, thank you. And uh, and we'd say, are, are are you a fop or a Dapper Dan man? Because he had so much shit in his hair, and so we started calling him Dapper Dan. But you know, he was at like a million two, yeah. And yeah. Marty was at like one ninety. Yeah, mean, it wasn't even in the what? ballpark. And 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 then at Wichita, you had the Cook brothers, yeah, who fund every political campaign in America. And that's yeah. when the Final Four, the bonuses. I mean, he was making. There's a reason he never left uh-huh. Wichita because I bet he what was. What did he? What did he get in trouble for? Do you remember? Like, I hit a player maybe in practice. Or yeah, I was, it was like, like yeah. Like, he got a little animated. Yeah. Did he end up anywhere? No, he's he's still out. He's probably still getting paid. He's probably still getting paid. Yeah. God, he, he'd be he'd be he's, good for somebody. Yeah, he's on the Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> yeah. The bo- <laughs> There's a lot of coaches on the See Bobby Albert. Bonilla. Tom Crean's on it twice. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I scared Albert off, hey, and I got pissed. I, I read an article movie. the other day about how the Bobby Bonilla plan is just dead wrong, and we've and we've come to accept this fact. Bobby Bonilla days of fallacy. Yeah, because if he would have taken the lump sum payout and invested it, you know, just in your average right. mutual fund that gets eight to nine percent yeah. over twenty five years, your your You're, your lump you sum at the end is going to be better off. Than, it's not near as fun though. No, not even close. <laughs> Yeah. So Jay, have you made a decision? On yeah, I was gonna. Going? I was gonna uh, let Coach Ragland, Coach Gerard, and any other coach yeah, know. I'm, not, I, I'm all in for you guys. <laughs> go thinking, U of E, go USI. He's uncommitted. I'm yeah. thinking nil money here. Like, Frank <laughs> Roberts has got you on an nil. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Where are you at here? Yeah, and you got pepperoni sticks here tonight. So <laughs> yeah. always hook me yeah, up. Yeah, right now he's here, on so. the fucking B B three uh, yeah. expense report here. <laughs> no, are, have you made a decision? No, I have not. Okay. So. Uh, I was thinking you had, but yep. you're, you haven't. Okay. Wide open. All right. Yep. For now. How do you feel about Eastern Illinois? Because I, can, I yeah. can get my guy on the line here. All right. Yeah. Pull some strings. All right. No, I can't pull any <laughs> strings. But he's been on the podcast. You're like, you're like Saul. You yeah. know a guy who knows a guy. Speaking of right. which, isn't Marty Simmons and Cole Walford, aren't they Cole Walford and Marty Simmons, are they brothers in law? There's a relation there. You know Cole. Is, is Marty Cole's uncle? There, Check that out. I, I, I think that may. There's a relation there. I don't know if you know Cole Wolford. Yeah, get, that name. He, he, 
it, it's Help a, me it's here. a cousin at the most. Ike Wolford was a senior. He was the shooting guard last year for North Davies. Real good shooter. Made okay. a lot of threes from the corner. Cole works for Cole Wolford. He, he's been a county commissioner or county council or. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, can, well, I can text Marty. Yeah. Oh, I, I feel could, like there's a relationship. I could call Marty, but that would probably not. Be cool. <laughs> but. Um, no, I, I'm still – obviously, I'm still pissed off about a UE yeah. firing Marty Simmons because UE is UE, and the, the average age when we were going – and listen, those years, uh, those Colt Ryan years, God, they had some good teams, and they had good players, and they beat – I mean, they beat Butler at home. They beat Butler at, at ankle. Yeah. And we used to watch those games and, and beat Wichita State at home and just – God, some great games, and they were. And, and Marty got every. And listen, I'm a Marty Mark. I, I, I'm, you know, I watched him in high school, and so he, he. Uh, I'm an apologist, but he did. He got everything out of those teams, and then well, for them I, just to dismiss him I pissed just, me off so fucking bad. I heard Dockich say one time that if you're going to fire a coach, you need to have an envelope in your in your right hand drawer, and there has to be a name inside that envelope. That is better than the person that you're firing. Same with an NFL quarterback, right? And they have to. It has to be a guarantee that they will come. Right. Otherwise, you you can't you can't make that move. Everybody hates your quarterback. Okay, look around. Who are you gonna bring in? Yep. Who's gonna quarterback your team better than this guy? Yeah. And that's. I don't uh, envy college coaches at this point with with what's happened with the NIL. I yeah. Mean, some of these players are gonna make more than the coaches. Or, or maybe not yeah, more than the coaches, uh, uh, but they're going to certainly make them a lot yeah, more than a – Update on that. Talk to Kurt Hope at two different he's, parties last he's weekend. getting one. Is. And uh, you know, they're, they're in some a conversation about it, but he's still, you know, zero dollars through, well, through I year one. Yeah, that's, that's, I wonder about it. How does that work? I mean, who at least doesn't want a car before they sign at this point, right? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, there's been guys – I mean, guys asking for like a million a year. I, I mean, and – Bruce Pearl was handing out – Vehicles Does long before the NIL came. <laughs> in fact, go screaming Eagles! <laughs> National um, champions '95. Yeah. Doesn't Cortez Barnes? Shouldn't there be some sort of parameters on that that money? Like, can you? I just should you hand that to a high school senior? No, I, I, except for Jay. We want Jay to get my, everything. My he can my, get. my my fix. Do you have to perform? Yeah, for that I think you need to play. You have to play a year to get it. Okay. Yeah. Your 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 first year post high school that that's your amateur year or something like that. Right. There you go. You, you you've got to do. You just can't. It, it can't be pay for play. And that's what like like when the NBA went to one year post high school, right? Yeah. Because I don't I don't know that you want your GMs sitting at you know Kavanaugh Court or North Davis Arena. Watching high school kids and and you know negotiating contracts. I mean, you're 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 getting into a weird area there. Very me. weird. Yeah, and you're getting into the Christian Lander. We're now we're we're gonna skip our senior season and I don't know. That's just a that's just a weird thing. You know. He's a cousin. Cousin. Well, Marty's okay. a cousin okay. to the Wolford family. All right. Yeah. Your moms or sisters maybe. I, yeah. Yeah. Cole, I'm, I've botched this 16 times. I'm sorry, my, yeah. my friend. I, I'm sorry I didn't know right off the bat. I knew there was a relation okay. of some sort there. Cool. No, but, I mean, you know, back to the NIL, like football, it just exploded with Nick Saban and 
Yeah, Fisher I did a, and I did a little daily. Or no, last week when we couldn't do a big show, I, I did just a show on my own, and I covered that whole – I played the clips of Saban and, and Jimbo going at it, you know, and, and it, it's interesting. I mean, Jimbo's pissed. I mean, mm-hmm. he was, his voice was shaking. Yeah. You know? It's – I don't know. It pays well, but, man, it's got to be a tough job to, to, uh, yeah, to do. I wonder what, like – like I know when the, all that first hit and Grace Wagner at IU signed with that bar stool deal. Like, wonder what she got. I, any idea? It it was like a sweatshirt. <laughs> oh, really? And basically, I think what you enter into was was kind of a almost like a futures contract where you got to use their. Can I get another makers? Just like do a small, but just put it in that cup. Thanks. There and can I get another Diet Coke too? You know you. If you ever get an NIL, Barstool gets I'm a. Still uh, hoping. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know, but they get a small cut of of your of your deal, and that was the whole, the Barstool athlete. Oh, uh, is that how that worked? That was oh, what okay, they were. You. That's smart. Yeah, yeah, that's really smart. Yeah. So they were an agent. Basically. They they were an agent, but you know, it's you, you're using our our image and likeness to boost yours. So. The- there you go. E three. <laughs> You're our guy, Jay. Our first guy. You're trying to add listeners, right? You want more subscribers. There we go. Uh, uh, that's awesome. Now are, are we signed now? Like is that a verbal? He shook his head, yes, I think. He says give it yeah, give, give me I some think papers. we're good. Yeah. yeah. Jay, I just now noticed we're sitting here chilling in the wild. same shirt. Oh, yeah. you are. Yeah. Coaches wow. versus cancer. Well, it's it's North Davis and, and Barry. Yeah. Yeah, so are you get uh, covers both bases getting, when we walk in here? Are you getting stuff like do you get rec- are you getting recruited pretty heavily at all? I mean, how's that work? Uh, I mean, you don't have to say who or anything yeah, like that, just, but do you get stuff every day. Just text messages, uh, coaches reaching out. Yeah. Um, it, it honestly means a lot more than what you would think. Whenever you have a coach text you and yeah. reach out and ask how things are going, and able to talk with them about. Uh, the direction of the program or who they also may be recruiting. Um, yeah. It's it's very nice to Like, is Dow Ripple going to try to, like, latch onto you and go to UCLA <laughs> or anything like that? <laughs> I have no idea what I'm sure he's uh, – yeah. I would say whatever Tina uh, says. Yeah, that's household. probably a good plan. <laughs> is he still sleeping with that trophy or is he, <laughs> is he back in uh, normal? The trophy's in the office. Yeah, the I got you. Office. So they're, uh, actually, the school approved it. A new trophy case to be built this summer, and it wasn't just for that, but we didn't have a place to put it. So really, yeah. Well, so that's fun. That's a nice, fun build. Uh, Mrs. Barry has put together something. Yeah, and that that it's going to be out front. So anyway, so you and again, don't go into tremendous detail, but I know the team voted to go to three A. How how was the discussion? Was it was there much or was it? Uh, it's actually probably a lot more than what you think. Um, without going into too much detail. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, obviously you don't want to start anything, but uh, basically Coach Dalrymple, uh, obviously I get uh, behind-the-scenes uh, talk with Dad and Coach Dalrymple. Um, but basically uh, we called everybody in the locker room and had our end-of-season meeting that yeah. we always have. We've had each year. Uh, this year, Thank a you. lot better than years past right. because of what we were yeah. able to accomplish. So yeah, You finally be burned. Uh, yeah. Finally. Um, so that was a lot of weight off our shoulders. But we even had the seniors, uh, the past two seniors, Devin and Marcus, in there too uh, because we wanted everybody. Oh, cool. We yeah. wanted everybody uh, who's been a part of this to have a voice in the matter. Um, and it wasn't just the seniors 
uh, this upcoming year, uh, who just became seniors, um, it wasn't just them. It was also uh, sophomores now who are going to become juniors and freshmen who are going to uh, become sophomores. And then also after we already made the decision in that locker room, uh, I reached out to all the eighth graders. Uh, we had them come in for workouts. Uh, oh, we really? Out Tuesdays, nice. Thursdays, try to try to get them come and learn the system and whatnot. Uh, but we just all came together and we voted. Uh, we closed our eyes and Coach Downrupple asked the question. It was kind of like heads up, seven up. And really? We all raised our hands. That's and fun. <laughs> he announced the vote after it was done, and uh, it was 15-0. So. Uh, that wow. was that was the final decision, and that's exactly what we made, and we're excited for the opportunity. Um, obviously, we're all a little upset that we don't get to defend yeah, our 1A you. title. Um, that's different discussion, but what, all we got to do now is we can't mope around and complain about it. Uh, we got to go out there, and uh, it starts with opening night with Ligoti. Yeah. Uh, right. Prove that uh, we can compete at 3A level because it's not going to be easy. Yeah. So. No, not at all. Well. But it's not going to be easy in 2A either. Correct. I mean, so, yeah. All right. What do you think, Digo? Go Celtics. Go Raiders. Wait. I thought we were talking about quarterbacks, and I don't know if anybody saw that. Colin Kaepernick's working out for the Raiders. I did I see that. I What's he pl- He hadn't played since, what, 17? 16 or 17. Yeah, I think it was 17. I think Tom Brady's backup is you know, took his spot at the 49ers, Glenn Gabbard or something like that. I, I'm fine. I if he wants to kneel, I'm fine with that. He went through the right channels and talked to a vet and all what whatever. I'm gonna get into that discussion. He wasn't a really good quarterback. No, no, no you no. know, I mean, no. it has nothing to do with politics or yeah, protests what, or whatever. He wasn't very good, and no. he's not going to be very yeah. good now. That's and, what I was talking about. Whenever yeah. you said, "Look around at who your options are," right? I mean, yeah. there's <laughs> not many options. There's it, not. That is a very, very hard job. And there's only a few people that can do it at an elite level. And the the Colts found that out last year. I mean, you know, he's a pretty good quarterback, and he was very average. And we got in the playoffs when things get really difficult. He was even even yeah. more. Crunch time, must he, win game. Even and, more so, yep. right. Yeah. Um, so. Who got tonight, Heat or Celtics? I'm hopefully, hopefully Boston. Boston. Yeah, I think Boston's going to win. And I don't gamble anymore either. But uh, I think yeah. I think the Boston Golden State final is going to be a very very interesting series. Yeah. And and I think the Andrew Wiggins acquisition resurrected that franchise. I think they were on the way down. Where are you on Clay Thompson? I can't stand that guy. <laughs> I don't know, and I don't know why. Matter of fact, I almost sent you this, and we'll have to remember this for maybe next week's podcast. People that you can't stand and don't know why, and I, and I had Justin Timberlake on that list for a long time until I remember, like, I don't know why I don't like him, and yeah. then I started liking him because I couldn't remember why I didn't. Yeah. So. So that's something for next. Yeah, week. next week. And who do you not think about this for next week? Who do you not like? But you don't know why. Please don't open that up to uh, <laughs> listener. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't don't open that <laughs> up to your listenership, please. Yeah. yeah Although it does piss me that off that. Justin Timberlake's the one that exposed Janet Jackson's tit that, you know, got the FCC on Howard Stern. And Janet Jackson caught all the crap for it, but it was real. But anyway, I like Timberlake. And and if you want to see a good music video, Chris Stapleton and Justin Timberlake, that is fantastic. What's it called? Uh, Um, uh, Say... Yeah. Whatever it's called. Just Google that. It's an amazing video shot live in one take in L.A. It's... it's, uh, 
Awesome. But yeah, next week, who don't you like and you're not sure why? I'm in on that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything else? I think we've talked about else? everything we can. Where, talk what was about. Wags at? What was Wags up to tonight? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's always doing something. Well, we have to put in a uh, PR request with his person for next week. That's right. And who knows his if Todd handlers. can be his here. His people. Todd's on. Todd's on tour. Todd's on uh, permanent assignment right now. So There's I think, jokes to be made. Yeah. yeah. So I think the plan is we'll do a couple or three more weeks. And then we're going to do the Bandon sessions while my brother and my nephew are taking Sam to Bandon Dunes on our golf trip for his graduation. We're going to talk about our rounds out there. And then we'll do our summer break in July. And then we'll be ready to go for football season and on through basketball season and spring sports. So that's the plan. Hoping for another good tennis season this fall, too. Hallelujah. There you go. You playing tennis or you going to drop out of that, too? <laughs> All right. Hey, this show is sponsored by Travis Brett, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Thank you to Jalen Moen, JPM. Of course, you're the best there ever was. I'm Brino. This is the B3 Podcast. Tommy Lenzels. Guilty! The B3 Podcast is a production of Impulse Radio.